podcast, every week I'll share leadership thoughts, books I'm reading, or tools I'm using to teach leadership skills. I believe everyone has influence. Every family, school, church, city, country is determined by its capacity for effective leadership. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Leadership Podcast. This is Charlie McMahon. Good to have you with us today as we're thinking about our impact in leadership. In the last session, I talked about that constant tension of uh, leadership, and that is the development of the organization and the attention to individuals who may not help you build your own organization, but as a leader, it's important to maintain contact with people and know people. Sometimes I'll have people ask me, how do you know what was going on in our life? Well, one of the reasons is I know what's going on in my life and I'm no different, but the other is I talk to people. And a lot of times, you know, I've had people who wrote sermons for me because I'm listening to what's going on in their life and uh, good things happen from that. And last time I focused more on the fact that about 60% of my time needs to be on building the organization and strengthening that. Uh, the infrastructure, and um, I don't do that naturally, to be quite honest. It's something that that I just it's a, it's essential, and yet I enjoy I enjoy that part. I enjoy the analysis. It just it's taken years to to develop that atten- attentiveness and the skill. But the other side to that then is always remembering as a leader that our Leadership happens one relationship at a time, one impact at a time, and never forget that. And even when that, that you know, I said last time, 60% is building the organization, 30% of my time is preparation, myself, and recovery from presentations. And then the 10% is always that margin of where I'm having a cup of coffee, I'm having a meeting with someone, it doesn't, it doesn't benefit our church. But it's important for me to make sure that I stay uh, very much in touch with people uh, at a personal level. And I'm not always just building my what could be my own kingdom. It's so easy for leaders to, to, to get into ivory towers of building their own kingdom. There is a story that summarizes this. And if you've been through our Players Box training as a coach or as a student, You've heard this story. It is the story of Kira Sloop. Chip and Dan Heath tell the story in their book, The Power of Moments. 1983, Kira Sloop was entering the sixth grade. She says, now imagine, if you will, an awkward 11-year-old with terrible set of teeth, out-of-control curls, very low self-esteem. Her parents had divorced the summer prior to the start of school, and the one class she looked forward to was Chorus. Kira had a powerful voice and, as she puts it, a flair for the dramatic. Relatives told her she should be a country singer. Well, something happened early in the semester that is still to this day seared in her memory. All the students were arranged into groups on the risers in the music room, altos, sopranos, tenors, baritones. And the music teacher, she says a woman with a beehive-ish hairdo and a seemingly permanent frown on her face, led the choir in a familiar song, she was using a pointer to click the rhythm of the song on a music stand. Then, Kara Sloop remembered, she started walking over toward me. 
She was listening. She was leaning in closer. And suddenly she stopped the song and addressed me directly. You there. Your voice sounds different. It's not blending in with the other girls at all. I want you to just pretend to sing. And as you can imagine, that comment crushed Kira Sloop. She said the rest of the class snickered and I wished the floor would open up and swallow me. For the rest of the year, whenever the choir sang, she just mouthed the words. Chorus was supposed to be my favorite thing, she said. My family said I could sing, but the teacher said I couldn't, so I started to question everything. She began to act out. She began to hang out with the wrong crowd at school, and it was a really dark time in her life. You can imagine the grief that was a cauldron in her heart. And then in the summer, after her seventh grade year, she attended a camp for gifted kids in North Carolina. And she said, looking back, I surprised myself by signing up to participate at camp in chorus. During practice, she said, she mouthed the words, but the teacher noticed what she was doing, asked her to stick around after class. Now, can you imagine when that teacher asked her to stick around, the beating of her heart? I can imagine only just the dread as she walked up to the teacher's podium. She said the teacher was short and thin with hair down to her waist, a lovely flower child, said Sloop. She invited her to sit next to her on the piano bench. They began to sing together in the empty room. Kira was hesitant at first, but eventually lowered her guard. She said, we sang scale after scale, song after song, harmonizing and improvising until we were hoarse. And then the teacher took Kira's face in her hands and looked at her in the eyes and said, Kira, you have a distinctive, expressive, beautiful voice. You could have been the love child of Bob Dylan and Joan Baez. As she left the room that day, she felt as if she'd shed a ton of weight. I was on top of the world, she said. And then she went to the library to find out who Bob Dylan and Joan Baez were. For the rest of that magical summer, she experienced a metamorphosis, shedding my cocoon and emerging as a butterfly looking for light. And on the heels of her personal defining moment with the teacher came a romantic defining moment with another campmate, a campmate. And uh, see the footnote, Chip and Dan Heath, right, on how that ended up. She became more and more confident in her singing. In high school, she joined the theater department, played the lead in almost every musical production. She grew comfortable in front of audiences until in her proudest moment, she sang with her choir at Carnegie Hall. The same girl who had once been told to mouth the words. Now, here's what's interesting about her story. Her story is not all that uncommon. How lives are directed by moments. As a leader, you have to spend a lot of your time developing the organization, but never forget that happens. One interaction, one conversation, one person at a time. And if I could tell you anything, the importance of having margin of your soul, margin of energy, to where when possible, you have time to look the Kira sloops of the world in the eyes and say, you have this potential, you have this gift. I don't know what was going through that teacher's mind that day. It's very possible that the teacher who initially told Kira sloop to mouth the words was, was having her own grief, her own difficulty in life. I certainly have committed that error. 
where I have sold people short. But I've surely been glad when I took the time, when I had the margin in my life, to have that conversation that one never knows the impact we're having on other people. As important as your ability to build an infrastructure is to the development of your team, never forget that just like Jesus, so much of his ministry was not just with the masses. Jesus' ministry was often seen of that one person beside the road, that one person at a well. And that's what his followers remembered him for. I know it's tough tension. I live within that. So do you. But we have to maintain it. And hopefully today, you impact that Kira Sloop who comes across your path. Until next time on the Leadership Podcast, this is Charlie McMahon. Thanks for listening. Tune in every week as we continue learning and growing in faith, in life, and leadership. And if this has been helpful to you, subscribe and spread the word. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you.